Hi everyone, just want to say a massive thank you for choosing to listen to my little show called Spill It. Spill It is filmed live every Wednesday at 7pm via Facebook, YouTube and Twitch. Viewers can interact with the show by leaving comments. For more details of Spill It, head over to the Facebook hub at www.facebook.com forward slash spilling it. So however you're listening to this, make sure you sit back, relax and enjoy the show. Good evening, everyone, and happy Wednesday. I'm Simo, and I'm from That Life Clothing. I run my own podcast called The That Life Podcast. So firstly, I'd like to thank Marcus for the opportunity for taking over his podcast for the evening. So about That Life Podcast, what we do, I get inspirational people on with amazing stories and talk to them about their journey and the reason why. I really like to know the reasons why of how these people, how their story has, where they started, where they are now and what they're going to be doing in the future. So tonight we have the UK band all over again. So I'd like to introduce first Grace to the stream. Hi, Grace. Hi. Hello. Uh, so you? I'm Grace. I am the lead singer in All Over Again. Uh, we're a Nottingham-based band. Uh, yeah. Fantastic. Short and sweet. <laughs> we'll go for Ash. Hey guys, I'm Ash. Um, I play guitar and all over again. And I mean, that's about it. Fantastic. <laughs> we'll go, Alex. Hi guys, I'm Alex. I'm the, uh, the bass player and all over again. Yeah, my gosh, yeah, that's about it. And Sam. Uh, well, they've clearly saved the best for last. Uh, I'm Sam and I play drums in, in all over again. So, yeah. first question When did the band start? Oof. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, uh, so. Me and Ash were in another band before this. Oh god, around about 2015, back in the 2014 roundabout. Yeah, 2015. Uh, a long time. Yeah, something like that. So a few years ago, uh, yeah. we were in a band together, uh, and we're like, yeah, this is this is pretty good, pretty pretty fun. Um, decided we didn't really want to be in in that band anymore, but we collaborated well together. You know, we we, we felt like it was a good sort of artistic connection we had going on. Had a lot of the same influence as well. So it was sort of like, should we just make another band now? Like, is that what we do? Um, and, and yeah, we did. Uh, this is us now. Um, uh, and that sort of like slowly went on uh, with a couple of other like members of it, uh, and until got to here with two. Awesome. So you, you, met, you met Grace and Alex through like mutual friends or did you guys come across so, some other way? Sort of. When I, when I first joined all over again, it was... There's a bit, a bit of a backstory to it. So it was a, a certain person that was mutual between me, Ashton, and and Sam. And um, anyway, so the story goes: I, I um, basically, so Sam and I spent a good fair amount of time thinking that we absolutely just properly disliked each other for for the reason being is a certain um, a mutual friend of ours was telling was sort of pitting us against each other. So he was going off to to me and telling me that Sam hated me and vice versa. So me and Sam spent a good, must be two, two or three years just completely avoiding each other, not having anything to do with each other. And then it was around, I think it was probably two, two and a half years ago, I got, maybe even three, I got I got a message off uh, Ashton, I think they were looking for a bass player so when the all single was with us. I was a bit sort of like, a bit reluctant to join because uh, so I thought you know, Sam you know, hated me. Uh, and so Ashton was sort of persistent and bugged so me until so I finally sort of, so finally, finally joined. The same on my end as well. I was like, really him? He yeah. doesn't like me. 
So, yeah. so I, said, I, turned up, I turned up to practice and then um, sort of means I walked in, Sam was in the trunk trunk out, sort of a head stand sort of thing. thing then. I, I can remember that, that little funny thing from that practice. I remember I was just like sort of plugged in and tuned up and just testing out my times and stuff. I was horrific. I can remember a voice coming behind me. I think, I think it was either Ashton or May. So I sort of went, oh, this one can actually play then. <laughs> then after when we got off it, off it, off it the rehearsal after us then the songs on my brow so sort of Sam sort of took me to one side and so sort of said oh, we've got to sort of put this to bed what, what, what's the issue but I sort of said well I've got no issue with you but no issue with me become reasonably good friends since then I, I hope reasonably reasonably <laughs> we used to go to the bloody day I was about reasonably to say the amount of times we were in the pub well, you know, if I hadn't done that, I wouldn't have met Grace. Amazing segue. Wow. Grace, how did you join the band? <laughs> so um I joined the band um purely because I like I usually do like singer songwriter kind of stuff. Um, but like over the years I just like I'm self-taught guitar because I purely wanted to go out and do gigs and stuff like that. But because I'm self-taught, like, I'm nowhere near as good as, like, other people like Ash. Um, and, like, me trying to understand, like, scales and stuff. Like, I do understand them for singing, but when I'm trying to play them on a guitar, I'm like, eh. So, basically, I realised I was never going to be that good in that front and that I wanted to be with a band kind of thing. Because, like, I've always loved... Um, I've always loved bands anyway. Um but especially like female fronted bands like Paramore and Against the Current and stuff like that. I've drawn like a lot of influences from them and I wanted to do something like that. And then when I came to uni, like I wanted to kind of meet those kinds of people, but it just like wasn't happening. And then like me and Sam became really close friends, but I knew he had a band that already like had a singer and stuff like that, obviously. Um, but then that didn't work out. And when Sam just like was talking to me about that, just as like a, a little bit of a vent, really, um, I was just like, you'll find somebody because like there are so many people in Knots that want like obviously want to be in a band or like singer songwriters that don't want to be doing that they want to be in a band and stuff like that and i was like i was like myself included mate i was like there are loads of people at uni and he was just like well <laughs> he's like how about you like he, he literally didn't even hesitate it was like i sent that message and then immediately a minute later he was like you you want it he was like you want in and i was like okay um and then he basically just turned around to the other guys in the band and was like this is grace she's really good she's in the band now and they were like okay there was no doubt about it and like yeah 100 percent. he just he was just like she's in the band deal with it that's it and like um I'd, I'd i've put a song out of my own i put that out a couple of years ago and um like all he did was play them that and they were like yeah cool that's fine and then um we like i was like in the band but we hadn't like played together or anything to see if there was the chemistry and stuff like that just yet and then we went for a studio session and about five minutes into knowing one another me and ash were just like ripping each other and just <laughs> like <laughs> literally like within about five minutes we were already taking the piss out of each other and then we walked into the room with alex and sam just went this is grace this is alex your friends now yeah. <laughs> that's exactly how that went down and we were like all right shook each other's hands and just continued on with the day was i well, wrong no you weren't wrong 
<laughs> it's so amazing when you can just click like that. You just know yeah. straight away the whole atmosphere and everything. It's you can tell like when I meet people myself, you can just see straight away. You can just click. Sometimes it takes a little bit longer, but it's just amazing when that happens. So all over again, the name. How did the name come about? Did you guys create it when you joined the band race, or was that already around, or what? So <laughs> this is my for us. I have a relationship with names. <laughs> A band names okay <laughs> so we were in a band before it was pretty like metally and stuff like that's the kind of influence i've grown up on and then when we we're in a band with um our other singer before it was what it was now we didn't have a bassist and i and i know this is this is the worst name right i'm, I'm putting it out there it's cringy but i was scrolling through I tumblr hear it. imagine i was scrolling through tumblr oh no I, I, yeah that's how it starts <laughs> you know it's like, and I saw a word that's like associated with the the smell of like the rain on the on like the pavement, and it's called. I love that smell. Yeah, the, I was like, I love that smell, so I'm gonna call the band it. But the word is petrichor, and it's so great. No. <laughs> smell terrible oh, band no. name. Terrible name. That is a beautiful smell, yeah. though. I do love that yeah. smell. So, <laughs> Then it clicked for me really because I was like, oh, we need a name. That's it. We're sticking with it. And then we played like our live set. I think it was for like, you know, against Fox hunting um, yeah. quite a while back. And then we had to tell the guy our name. And I was like, I had that like gut feeling of like, I can't, <laughs> like, I don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, like it. don't want to tell that. <laughs> so it honestly came about later because I was like, we need a new name. We need a new name. And I was stood at the bus stop and all over again popped into my head. And I was like, I kind of like how that flows. I like a lot of bands that have like, you know, something, something, something in their name, which are all like your post-hardcore bands. <laughs> like you're sleeping with sirens and you, you know, your emo bands. Yeah. So I was yeah. like, we'll stick with that. And it didn't really like, it was more of just finding a name that worked for me. But over time, I guess it's kind of like, We've been going at this for a while, and now we finally got the proper push. I think Grace has helped a lot with that. But we've, um, it's kind of like all over again in a way, like we keep doing, you know, we keep pushing forward and doing this thing and keeping at it until the point where we're doing pretty well, I'd say. I love that. That's all. The amount of the times it gets made as a joke when we're like recording stuff as well. It's like, yeah, it was good, but do you fancy doing it all over again? It's like, oh, mate, come on. You know it's that, coming before it's even said. It's just set up every yeah. time. And we can leave it. Sometimes oh, it's like super funny. And then other days, if it's been like one of them days, yeah. like when day. we were doing oh. some of our recording, like it, it had been such a long day. And Sam said that to me and I was like, just hit record. <laughs> oh, if, if looks could kill, if looks could kill. Then <laughs> Honestly, the real test <laughs> is getting in a recording studio. <laughs> That's it. So what was your favourite gig to date then? Obviously, you've probably not gigged in over a year, but beforehand. We've oh, never gigged as this line Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, us as this lineup, we've not been able wow. to gig just yet. We had, like, four or five lined up through, yeah. like, April to June last year, and then, obviously, all of it just went, just... Wow, yeah, so it's yeah. all exciting for when we do come out. You guys are going to be mm -hmm. first wow that's amazing that's so good yeah so yeah with lockdown happening and everything then how have you guys like been able to practice together then or anything like that uh not really i mean not it's, at all, no. it's yeah. mostly been like bouncing like guitar tracks and stuff for me i do a lot of like 
I'll usually write a bunch of stuff, or Grace will send me, like, this is how it usually happens. This is how it happened for our latest one, Fire. Grace sent me a song that she wrote acoustically, and I was like, can I do some weird stuff with it? (laughs) (laughs) And then I just, like, add some random stuff, to put some random stuff together, and then I'll throw it at Sam and be like, make sense of this. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so we're pretty much bang on how that goes down. (laughs) Well, you've been creating music while in lockdown, not together, and putting Mm -hmm. together songs. Wow, that is that is trials about. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. song fire literally was like I think from the sort of like beginnings of that were probably when we last all met together in person. Well, it's about a year ago Mm -hmm. last week, wasn't it? We had like a yeah, it was a year ago on St Patrick's Day. We had like a little curry night at my flat and all just sort of met together. I think. Yeah, because we didn't want to go pop on Paddy's yeah. day. <laughs> I think you'd, you'd shown us the little like demo for Fire then. And we were like, mm. yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, let's 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 see where it goes and just sort of work with it. Um, and then from then through to when we released in November, we've pretty much just been like bouncing things back and forth and yeah. just recording when we can with what we've got. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Alex. You know, we've, been, we've been very like grassroots with our. Yeah sort of recording stuff it's been like if if someone's offered us some studio time it's been like yeah we'll do that right now yeah Uh, i've i've spent a lot of my student loan on like getting recording equipment together and a sort of semi-decent studio setup at home yeah Uh, yeah Uh, and then like so you know we'll record it all there and then it'll be like oh i'll i'll do a mix produce it we'll put it out so it doesn't sound great but it's us and i think that's really really cool when you're starting out is just to have the like complete control and, and ability to do it yourself and stuff yeah. like that it, it's Always just it's, it's, it's well. so valuable it's so valuable and really fun as well like if, if you're into it yeah mm. so what influences you guys like what sort of sounds if people haven't heard of all over again what um would like your sound what well-known bands would people like influence from you guys would react to so many yeah. so so many it's almost become like a, a curse word towards female bands nowadays saying oh you sound like paramore <laughs> like, if you say that there's like a 50 50 chance you're gonna get a slap around the chops uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, like, i mean we all like paramore so it's not a bad thing yeah like we all like paramore but then there's some people that are just like Ugh, and you're like i don't want to be that band yeah, yeah. you know aside no, from them, no need to be rude like, <laughs> current who are kind of like that Mm. pop rocky kind of sound uh that's one of the songs we, one of the songs we cover in our practices mm. by them yeah and then like i don't know me and ashton are really in horizon and seven foot who doesn't yeah. sound anything like us yeah that's how we, like that's how we got into knowing any more like instrumental progies who have been more inspirational recently when we've not been able to do as much like live stuff and there's a lot more techie things and techie pushing going on in our songs yeah, yeah. That, that's just i like first, to kind of like should... just like throw together whatever like i never like to stay in a box because i get too like i guess like creatively stuck i'm like i want to do this thing i listen to like rap and stuff i'll add like 808s and things i'm like i want to do this like why shouldn't that be a kind of thing so i never want to be like that band does rock and kind of like sticks the same so yeah um so like your past two tracks you have fire and then what was the other track called uh, breathe me in. in breathe me in breathe me in and these guys, these are on Spotify as well. So if you guys want to check them out after this podcast as well, you can check these check these out on Spotify. I was listening to them the other day in the shower. They're great. <laughs> so good. So, you know, yeah. if a song's good to listen to in the shower, then it's like at least semi-decent. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. 
We're on like all that in our bios on all our socials. It's all over again. Official shower music. <laughs> <laughs> all over again. Great to listen to in the shower. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so like, um, I heard you guys had some news to tell some people tonight. Yeah, we do. We <laughs> say so. Yeah. I mean, great squad. Take it away. Oh me. Okay. Um. So. Uh, we have been obviously like we spoke about we've been doing like recording and stuff during lockdown um although that has been a bit of a faff uh we have got quite a lot done um it might have involved me making a thought to record in but <laughs> if you want to see that i will be posting that to our socials at some point so if you want to see my thought it was pretty cool um it was like Ash's favourite thing. We sat on Discord yeah. while I was recording and he oh, was just crying oh, yeah. at me in a fort. <laughs> I had to pin up like quilts and blankets and stuff in like a triangle in my spare bedroom, just like using the door frame and everything, trying to get all of that stuff done. But we've managed it with a lot of a lot of issues along the way. Um yeah. And next month, we will be releasing our four-track EP that has been in the works for about four years. <laughs> um, but yeah, that should be, if everything goes according to plan during this week, Every it should be released on April 30th on all streaming platforms and stuff. Um, we hope to maybe do a physical release at some point in the future. So let us know if you want that. Talk about it in the comments and all that kind of jazz. Message us, whatever you want to do let us know um yeah that's that's our big news we will be doing obviously a big post on the socials and stuff like that in the future but we wanted to let you guys know first because you've come along to the podcast and you've come to spend time with us which is obviously what we want and we want to spend time with you guys so you guys get to know first that's amazing that's amazing <laughs> over comments now everyone's buzzing yeah. okay, amazing woo well done Fire. That's I'm gonna like cry, to Liam West. <laughs> oh Liam. Liam. I saw in the oh news today as well. CDs got um replaced by what's it called? Like for the first time to send vinyl, yeah. from vinyl since yeah. 1987. That would be amazing. Imagine if you guys yeah. just released it on vinyl instead of yeah. like don't do CDs, just release some you know, like, limited we, we, edition we've vinyl. The idea. We've toyed We're with definitely, the idea. definitely the idea. toying with the idea. Um mm. and we've got one of our one of our best mates is doing all of our EP artwork and she's absolutely fab and we've even got her looking at doing some physical stuff. So yeah. if you do want it, please let us know because we're probably only going to do it on a pre-order basis if we do choose to do it because obviously trying to flog vinyl if you've got too many is not an easy thing to do. Um, so if anybody does want them, please like drop us a message, talk to us. Obviously, we want to be able to talk to you guys and we want to see you. So, yeah. I'll be taking one of them physical copies as well, please. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. So you've got you've got this LP coming out, right? Mm -hmm. What is what is next? So have you guys got anything booked for when you can or are you not booking anything yet for like gigs or anything or? We're looking into it. You're looking, yeah. yeah. It's hard, isn't it? Because like it's a whole live music thing. You want a book, you want to say yes, 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 but you don't want to let people down and be like, oh, sorry, yeah. it's sort of thing. Because you yeah, get exactly. all the hype up, and then it's like it's like a lot of people, a lot of like music gigs and things, and things are just like cancelling. You're looking forward to it. it's like, oh, none again. You think, it's oh, it's will be sorted. We've had so many offers from people in the past, being like, oh, you know, shout us when you want a gig. Shout, but it's like we can shout all these people, but 
with the past year, you don't know who's still involved. Yeah, you, you don't know, know where still open. Yeah. What's going on anymore? Yeah, it's, yeah. it's really difficult. Well, I've just seen in the comments on. as well a question from Tegan. Uh, yes. What is everyone's favorite song on the new EP? Uh, hmm. That's so hard. It's like picking your favorite child, man. I, I don't know. <laughs> Ain't it? Um, yeah, man. Um, I think uh, for me, for me probably. Yeah, probably lie. I'd say the same, yeah. which is the last same. Lie. But don't That's skip. No don't skip. Missed. Don't skip to get to that. Yeah, one. don't skip the rest, please. Please yeah. don't <laughs> skip the rest. See, I'm, I'm gonna disagree. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say five. I'm gonna say five, man. Really? Ah, oh, nice. Yeah. They're all really good. The guys yeah, work yeah. so hard on it. Like we, yeah, we've worked like massively hard just recording it. But like the guy who's doing the mixing probably hates us at this point with the amount mm. of notes that we keep giving back. But yeah. they are oh, sounding. Yeah amazing like we got one of them back the other day and because like we're so used to doing it ourselves when we're hearing it being done professionally not that sam can't do it obviously <laughs> i love you sam and what you do is amazing considering like you don't have like the tw 10 years whatever experience that rob has um so yeah the guy who's doing our mixing is like one of our one of the tutors at our uni um so he obviously has a lot more experience than we do um and he sent it back and fire I literally like I was sat on my floor and then I was lying down on my floor because I was like, oh my god, <laughs> it was so good, so so good, and like we love, we love hearing it that way. Yeah, I just I sent Sam a Snapchat and I was like, I am floored, and he hadn't listened to it yet, and he was like, are you okay? I was like, no, <laughs> go and listen, please. I was like, listen to the tracks. They sounded so so good. We're so so proud of like what yeah. we've managed to achieve. 100%. We just so hope you that everyone, all, everyone that listens enjoys them as much as we do. Like, yeah. At the end of the day, we're making music 100%. that we enjoy. Because I think, yeah. I mean, my philosophy uh, with music is, well, when creating it, it's very much like, if I don't like it, who will? Like, who who is going to like it? Obviously, somebody will. But like, I, if I've got to play it for the rest of my life, I'd rather like it too, you know? Mm -hmm. I'll just sit there and be like, oh, not this piece, like, please. <laughs> Yeah, it's Lovely. really hard when you've like listened to it so much that in your head you like you get kind of numb to the song and then you'd like it's your child and then when you when you like send it out into the world, I'm kind of like done with it. Like I'm like, I don't want anything to do with you anymore. But like yeah. I still love the songs, but it's like I think that's just basically because one of the songs on this EP is absolutely cursed. It is. Like yeah, every time we've gone to record something for one of the songs on the EP something has gone wrong and it's been literally every single element like something went wrong with the drums something went wrong with the bass something went wrong with the guitar something went wrong with the vocals and then when we got it back for mixing it came back sped up and we were like why is this one song not wanting to be released but we got it sorted it's been okay it's the oldest song as well. it done. yeah it's the oldest song yeah. First song we wrote as a band, well, mm -hmm. when we were when we were like starting out, like this this song's been a song since like 2016. This is probably sixth time we've tried to record it now, and it's just it's such yeah. a mess. It's such an like, easy song as well. It's the most bare bones, like just straight yeah. up rock tune, and it, this is like no. I want to say as well, that's probably like, like the one that everyone's gonna love the most then because it's just it's like that way of thing of like it's not trying to do it, but then it's just gonna explode yeah, yeah. it is like to be fair that one is one that has been like a fan favorite among like our friends that have heard us yeah. like practicing and stuff like that um that one has been a fan favorite so we are hoping that like obviously it lives up to that hype that it's had so far it will we're really overselling um, ourselves Jesus. we really are i feel like <laughs> we really are 
Um, I've just I've seen in the um, questions as well, like a couple of people have asked um, a couple of bits. So one of them was um, asking like how much we'd actually sell the like physical copies for. Um, currently, like we don't know. We don't know how much that costs just yet. Like we've been looking into different things, but because we want to do it on like a kind of pre-order basis, um, like that kind of affects how much they cost because some places charge you more to do it as a pre-order but then some places don't. So we need to try and like work out what will be best for us um, and work out like how we can do it like the most, like with the best logistics kind of thing so that we can actually get it out to you guys like quick as well. Cause obviously we don't want you waiting like two months for a vinyl I mean, or whatever. Yeah. We want it to be, we want it to be a good product and we want everything to be exactly the way we want it. Like we want to be able to get samples and stuff off it. Um, and stuff like that before we send it out to you guys because we want to make sure that you're getting exactly what you want. Mm. I keep seeing Liam just saying that he'll yeah, pay anything, pay and it's like, no. Oh, Liam. <laughs> it's so yeah. true, though. It's the same with my brand. Like, I will try things, try things, try things. I want it perfect, so I'll go over and over and over, and I won't release mm. it till I'm happy with it and perfect. And it's like, yeah. you, yeah. obviously, with your music, then the artwork speaks for your music, too, because if if people just see online on these websites like oh that's great amazing artwork i'll check that out and then they play like 30 seconds of your track it's a new it's a new fan just from like the artwork for example yeah. and just like yeah. random things like that it's, it's what people resonate with. really really like trying to make sure it's right as well as the visuals like the mm. and i've seen her in the chat learn every now and then kaylee um, <laughs> she, she's yeah. done all our artwork uh this time around she's usually something that i've done in the past as well which holy shit such a stress not having to do it this time around and yeah. the mixing too big Man, stress so, yeah, so easy like, music and just, um, <laughs> that's it but yeah no she's, she's smashed it absolutely great can't wait to sort of like show some of it we've got quite a lot of you know extra bits out of it to sort of post on our so month or so before it comes out so, you know we hope Very that excellent. we're not overselling it again but yeah again it really quality and it's really hard to get that like quality product you know obviously like nervous going into it working with somebody that's not it within the band but like mm. Oh, it, it pays off so well but yeah making sure getting a quality product is the important thing of the day it can make or break like music in my opinion i've straight up deleted songs from my like app, itunes library or spotify library because i was like it doesn't look good so I just, <laughs> the song might be great but it looks like shit so i just yeah. stopped saying it <laughs> yeah oh we've got some more we've got some yeah more like questions. nice posters would be good as well do you know like these little yeah and stuff like that people i used to collect i used to tell you what, i used to go to gigs when i was like 17 16 17 up to like 22 23 and i used to steal the posters inside like um, manchester apollo manchester arena everything <laughs> and, like the gig set times and stuff like that i used yeah. to have my wall i went away for the summer i come back and they'd all been thrown away and like oh my wallpaper changed i was like oh i was collecting all them and all the gig ticket stubs and everything yeah they've all been taken down i was like oh I'm, I'm, but yeah, that, I love collecting them. I think a lot of people love collecting them as well. Same. I absolutely love collecting stuff like prints and things like that. It's like, it's so much fun. And like, we we're decorating like our spare room and stuff. And my mum was like, you can put posters up if you want. And I like, I used to have posters all over my walls when I was a, when I was a teenager. Yeah. And like, I fully was just living for the fact that I could make a room look like just a massive Kerrang pullout again i was gonna say were they karang posters because i think everybody our age if you didn't have everybody. a wall or yeah all your i used to have a, i used to have a subscription to karang magazine my mum bought it me for like three years so i've just got like a stack of karang magazines in my loft 
because they don't sell it in print anymore. So I'm like, I need to keep them. It's like a relic. <laughs> I found all my old posters the other day when I was back home before I moved back, yeah. back over to Nottingham. I found all my old current posters like, wow, I used to like some, but I didn't even know who half these bands were. And I'm like, oh, I love this band. Why don't I have Yeah, same. What's wrong with me? Same. I found so many of ones that like I never bothered to put up before because I didn't know who they were. And then like I looked through and I was like, oh my God. <laughs> it was so fun. So Ash, have you got like a dream venue you'd, you'd love to play at? A dream venue? Oh my God. Um, I've always wanted to, this is pretty big. Like it's not like Wembley, but I've always wanted to play um at Download. Yes, because yes. Like, close Great to time. home. I, it was the first. It was the first gig kind of thing I went to because I went when I was like maybe, and it blew me away. And I, and with it being so close to where I live, um, I was like, I want to play here someday. So you know, <laughs> if Download's about and it's on, and all this you know stuff dies down, and we could play it, that would blow my absolute tiny mind. <laughs> that's that's, that's long term yeah. goals. Yeah, all of us will just be like, please. I would be on the floor Rock for City as well. Yeah, Rock City. Yeah, Rock City. Absolutely. That's like you know the top of Nottingham. If you've played Rock City main room, yeah, yeah. that's your stripes. That Nottingham clearly. Wow. Say. Yeah. Aside from aside from the arena, but like yeah, yeah. That's, that download like first. Segues us into like yeah. the question of like, what some local or small artist. Yeah. There are, for me, I think, I think Sam will agree. Sam will probably say the same thing. Uh, Fast Car to Florence. Fast Car, yeah. Well, they yes. Were, uh, they're not a band anymore, unfortunately, but they were really good. Yeah, yeah they split and, up um, over lockdown. Yeah, as December falls, they've been popping off recently. They're really yeah, good. I yes. Really like yeah. I really, yeah, I, so, I, so I really enjoy um, a band called Kelsey and the Embers. Mm. They're yeah. another yeah. fellow, fellow Nottingham band on sort of the same scene. They're, they're really good. They're so, so good. Like when we first saw them supporting Fast Car to Florence, yeah, I think Florence, it was, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, we first saw them supporting Fast Car to Florence, and like, um, like I think I'd I'd seen Kelsey on the um, like on the music circuit around them, but then like when we actually went to see them, like actually hearing her voice properly, I was like, holy hell, this is amazing! Yeah, really really like fun. some of it, honestly, like just like notes just like flew out of her mouth, and I was like, oh my. Like I, I like I because I because I've obviously like been a singer songwriter for so long as well. Like I love hearing just like proper raw vocals and bands like that. And because she does like she always plays acoustic, and then everything else is like either electric or like a kahan for the drums. And I just think it sounds so nice. Like it's such a good like raw authentic sound. I really really like. But there's quite yeah, a few. Because um, I, I she started out as a singer songwriter like you. Yeah, and then yeah, joined... I think so. She got a band, I think, like yeah. around her, which is good. Um, but there's quite a few like knots acts that I absolutely love. Like, um, there's a good few bands that I've seen live and that I've like made connections with. So like Left Hand Lane, brilliant. Like the boys in that band are absolutely hilarious and like they're just so so nice as well. Um, Pretty Babs as well. I've known like I've known those guys since I was like 15, 16. Um and like absolutely love them and then another one is actually the person who asked this question tegan um is in a band called tigs um and i really love their sound like they're proper like they exactly what she hears in her brain gets like put into the music and i love that like i love that exactly like because she doesn't like play instruments herself but she can be like i know that what i want this to sound like and i know what i want this to sound like and she can compose an entire song in her brain 
and then just like put it out there and it's like like i can't fathom that <laughs> like i can kind of do that but then like these guys do something different and i'm like yeah that's better <laughs> like that is so much better you do that we'll be there like oh try this with the vocal and you'll be like uh, uh, just one minute yeah, I'm like, oh, <laughs> i did that yesterday when we were in studio <laughs> Not that yeah. we've been writing new music again or anything. God, why would we be doing that? <laughs> oh, yeah. I want to say as well, like, the distance we've come since, like, writing the other songs, they're going to be, like, very different in future. Yes. I feel like yeah. we've grown so, so much. Very, very different. Yeah, like, so. we've used a lot of different influences for each one, I think. So yeah. they're all quite different from each other. But, like, in the future ones are going to be, like, a lot more, like, mature, I feel like. Because we're all... Yeah. We've grown closer together. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. You know, well, some of the older songs on me and Ash were teenagers. Are like, yeah, it pains me to say, but we're like middies now. Like, ouch. Oh, mate, it's a lot of growth. A lot of growth. Yeah. What I was going to say as well is like with the clothing brand community it's quite close a lot of people are always like messaging each other like dming stuff like that is that the same in like with bands did bands chat to each other see how they're getting on and stuff like that yeah i've never spoke to a band before like on my podcast so i've got all these cool questions that i want to ask <laughs> mm -hmm. you want to get all the inside yeah. yeah yeah see how it goes down yeah i mean constantly i know as well as on the band account but on our personal we'll get message being like oh hey you know i'm in this band do you want to check us out and you know likewise we do it too mm. you know promotion yourself and also it's making that connection if somebody does reply then you've got especially if they're in a different city as well you know if you want a gig there it's like hey yeah. uh we spoke i liked your music you liked ours do you want to put on a show because yeah. you know when you are a smaller band it's harder to get promoters to bite and it's yeah. really it's really difficult it's yeah. like not a lot of people you know on the outside if you're not involved in the music world you probably think it's like oh you know they're a band they want to play a venue they go hey i want to play a gig here and the venue just goes okay stage yeah. next week yeah you have to beg you have to yeah. grovel you have to sit on these venues like porches like please, like, please let me in <laughs> i will i'll be really good i will sell tickets people will come i promise yeah, it's, it's, it's so it's, difficult it's, like it's oh, a constant man. thing of just messaging as many venues as you can as many times as you can just Basically, pest them, badger them, and irritate them until they, until they finally go. Fine, it's not gonna give you give you a show. Yeah, yeah. you've got to blow the show away yeah. as well. You yeah, you, you, you really do have to. Yeah, I feel like, like one really bad show and you're done. It's good to grow like a support system as well. Like we've got so many cool people around us, like hyping us up. But part mm -hmm. of the reason why we're doing everything we're doing now, I feel like, mm. yeah, and like it's it's really nice like a lot of the people on like the nottingham circuit because we have like we've got a place called the creative quarter which is basically loads of venues and like um like the creative college and creative like aspect of the university as well like a lot of people will talk to one another and want to do things together and do like collaborations and stuff like um there was a gig that I played just at a pub in Nottingham and um, one of the like one of the bands that I mentioned earlier, Left Hand Lane, the lead singer of uh, that band like came along to my gig because his friend was playing um, and like when I was playing, like filmed it and put it put it on his Instagram just as like pure just because he enjoyed what I was doing and was like, check out this girl like this is great. And I was just like, that is so nice because so many people if they're also not a musician like a lot of people don't think to do that and they don't think that like obviously just showing that tiny little bit might get other people to watch and stuff like that so 
a lot of the people around here are super supportive and want everybody else to do well. Like some people are a bit competitive, but those are the kind of people that you can see that straight off the bat. Yeah, like yeah. if someone's if someone's not going to be a good person to do a gig with and stuff like that, you know, straight off the bat. Um, but it's quite it's quite good. I think speaking of like doing like supporting gigs and stuff like that, someone's actually asking the questions like who's your dream artist that you'd love to support? Um, um I feel like I've got too many people. Yeah, like, I think definitely one of mine would be Yumi at Six. Like they have been my favorite band since I was about ten, and like I think if if I actually got to meet them and if they heard my music, I'd die. But <laughs> but it would be it would be brilliant, right? The guitarist liked one of my comments on Instagram, and I sat there for like five minutes, like. Yeah, it's 100% true. For me, I'd, I'd have to go either. I'm going to go probably either Muse. I knew that was coming. I could have said that. a long time ago. Or you'll get this one as well. Or I think as more, I'd say more achievable goal. I'd love to support the Struts. Mm. They're a, a Derby based band. They're, they're, they've, they've really blown up in America and they've done like sold out tours with the Foo Fighters and that sort of thing. I've, oh, I've their lead guitarist drinks in my old, my old local pub. I'd love to, I'd love to be able to like, yeah. just come support them for a few shows now if they tour the UK again. So if anyone be watching, please. You know. Yeah, famous people that watch this podcast, you guys wouldn't believe. Mm. Well, you know what? My yeah, mum's just commented and was like, "What about Fleetwood Mac?" It's like that's <laughs> an absolute <laughs> dream, <laughs> but. If Stevie Nicks happens to be watching this podcast, uh, like, <laughs> like, we're all over again. That's like we're all over again. <laughs> DMs are open anytime, please. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> For me, it's like metal bands as well, but like I'm also like we're not. <laughs> we don't kind of fit them all. <laughs> yeah, like, it's so hard to decide. It. Like, we're it is. Yeah, man, sure. bands. So I before against the corrupted bang, but like that's just the same sound as it'd be really great yeah. for us. Mm. So before COVID hit, do you guys like when you're gigging? Do you have like any annoying traits like that you don't do any other time except when you're like practicing or do people like? Does anyone do anything annoying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <It's me. laughs> like i when i'm doing a gig i really i'm okay with obviously like talking to the audience and stuff like that especially if i'm already comfortable with them but mm. when it's like new people or people that matter a lot to me like coming along to a gig i just have an absolute brain fart <laughs> when i'm trying to like talk in between songs and i'm just like uh it's great to watch it really is shut up <laughs> shut up and it's like and there's some stuff that i say introducing certain songs that people either find funny or they want to smack me um and it <laughs> is that your and it's, it's all the audience the audience yeah. uh it just basically depends if people like shrek or not there's a shrek joke in there that i make every single time, every time. trying to do it it's a yeah. trademark Okay, I do a cover of um, Hallelujah, and rather than actually saying what the song is, I'm just like, you'll know this song if you have ever seen Shrek, and if you haven't, go and watch Shrek, because I'm <laughs> dead ser like deadpan, dead serious, I'm just like, go and watch Shrek. I'm doing the Lord's <laughs> work right there. <laughs> yes, precisely. Honestly, I think people have 
fucking Shrek in like in in, in now like nowadays. What's wrong with you, man? Exactly. Yeah, but it's really scary to think that like Shrek came out in two thousand and one. Whoa. Kids these days won't have seen Shrek, <laughs> and that's really sad. <laughs> Come on, Shrek to the masses. Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm hoping what everyone watches Shrek because like, oh, there's some pain coming if you haven't. I know, right? Mm. There'll be actual, like, just, no. Um, for me, like, before a gig, I always need, this is like TMI, I always need to, like, a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I need I need to be stage ready. I don't want to be stage ready. You do as well. I already need to go. <laughs> Yeah, so I think, the, yeah, a while. I think, I'm not sure if it's, if it's annoying, Trey. One thing I do before I go on stage is I have to get the looks covered, so I have to have a few beers. And it's up to <laughs> I, I, I play in another group, um, I've got a covers act, and we do like called Section 47. We do pubs and clubs, and it's up to our lead singer, Kieran, uh, to make, make sure I don't drink too much before I go on stage. <laughs> so that's oh, yeah. my, my, my thing. We've got to keep Alex loose, but not like. <laughs> yeah, we've got to make sure that he's not like paralytic, but that he's got like, but that he's like, oh yes. <laughs> there's yeah, there's there's a there's a line, and we have to make sure that he does not cross it. <laughs> just hit that line just perfectly. Yeah, I'm always on that like five minutes before I got it, it's like I need a wee. Come yeah. back from the toilet. Have I got enough drumsticks? What if I drop all my drumsticks midway through a song? Like, what, if, what if I drop six pairs? What do I? What now? It's like, and then I sit there for like another minute. Like Sam, we're playing for thirty minutes. Like you're not gonna. Yeah. No, that's not gonna happen. You're not gonna what break six pairs of drumsticks. Off? What if my cymbal falls off? What do I do? That that's happened. Ah, oh, I think our first gig. <laughs> when me and Ashton played our first gig together. Um, I I remember like one song. I like for opening note of a song, smash my cymbal to go in. Just flew straight <laughs> off. Wait, I think like midway through another one went, and I was just sort of like, "What? What, what now? <laughs> How has this happened?" I think that like rough trade, you dropped a symbol or something. I went to throw it back at you, but you already had another one. Yeah, so that's really it. I dropped it. I, like dropped a drumstick forwards, and like mid through through the song, I was like, "There's like a little drum break in one." You sort of like, picked it up, threw it back, <laughs> and it was like in hindsight, I was like, "I wish I'd caught that." Been so yeah. slick, but like I think. I just sort of ended up ducking. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for you to say that it just like hit you in the, in the shoulder or the head or something. Just like, ah! <laughs> I, did, I think I did finish the set with that. Hmm. Yeah, well, that's guess, interesting. I guess every band must have before they go on things they do, like to get in psych and everything. And like anyone hmm. really in sport or anything like that. I wonder what like the biggest musicians in the world do. We have yeah. a stupid one that we do before So have you ever seen that yeah. video? It was like a meme on Facebook, a, I think a good few years ago. Um, and it was like the Grinch in a yoga class. And he just sits there and he's like, oh, yeah, screams yeah, yeah, yeah. on the way down. <laughs> Yeah, like, uh, and for some reason, like if anything's going wrong in a practice, we all just look at each other and we're like, <laughs> just, like kind of do that. But like before we start a practice, we all kind of look at each other and just go, Namaste, <laughs> yeah. and yeah, just begin. Good. Like we all clap in sync and just say Namaste. And I don't really know how it started. I think there was just like on one of the first like rehearsals that we had, one of us had had a bad day. Yeah, <laughs> No, it was the reason that started. It was our old singer. Um, I remember, she she got to I got herself all worked up because the security guard who works at wherever we're, we're rehearsing at the time was um, been a bit of a knob. Um, 
<laughs> and it, it really sort of got to her. Mm. And she was in the rehearsal room, she was like pacing, getting up irate. I think me and Sam looked at her and went, no, just calm, just no, I'm staying. <laughs> and um, it just, she just couldn't stop laughing, it really cheered up, so it sort of mm. stuck. It's been like, yeah, the go-to before every practice, or if someone's like having a bit of a, a bit of a moment in practice, well, it's it's it helps the spine decompress. Yeah, so yeah. it does. It's yeah. such a stupid little thing, but we all just stand there and we're like, ah. Yeah. <laughs> Better. Yeah. I think yeah. the most nerve-wracking part is like where you stood on stage and like the lights go down and you have to play like the first notes. It's, but after it's, that, it's, 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 the, it's the first note that gets you every time. Yeah, yeah. it's just pure. Yeah, mine's always like if you ever like if I go to sing a song, I'm like, all the words are gone. I don't know any English now. <laughs> I walk on and I'm like, what's English? Yeah, my big thing is like, I walk on and sort of right, strap, strap my bass on, plug in, put my counts in, and I have to like, and I have a, a moment of pure panic, like, oh, I'm on the right fret. Yeah, start the song. So starting the song on the wrong note really wouldn't, uh, wouldn't go down well. Wouldn't go well. Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys uh, take any lucky mastergots on stage or anything? Um, that... I saw that and I wish. Now I wish. I'm, I'm like, it could yeah. be something new because you've not done yeah. a gig yet. You guys could mm. take something on and be like, hey, this is a teddy bear at the front of a stage. Say hey or something. This is our lucky mascot. Should we okay. make it my Luxo ball? Yeah, I don't I'm, know where I'm, it is. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, take, I'll take, look, take your uh, Luxo teddy bear. I feel like it might help with the notes. Oh, yeah, the Pixar oh, ball. Pixar ball. The Luxo yeah. ball. Yeah. 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 That's the one. Yes. We're having that. We're stealing that. That's it now. It's the best so, investment I ever made. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thank you, Tegan. So what I'd do, I'd have to ask them what influence them. I think fire. Fire would be good. Fire resurgence, because obviously you guys got together and then lockdown hit, everything hit, and you was ready to go. And obviously... I guess it didn't mess with you stressing mentally, like, oh, we're ready to launch everything and then everything hits in lockdown. But maybe like to do with fire resurgence, like a phoenix coming out of the fire, like you're ready to be reborn again. You've got your new gigs out. You've got your new LP out. You've got all these things coming from like a bad situation. And now you've been able to work on it and you're just going to get higher and higher and bigger, which is like basically what phoenix is. So I guess something something along that. But obviously, I'd have to ask you guys what influences you and then see what can put together. We've got one for sure as well. Like, what's the worst thing that's ever happened to each of you on stage? And I think I, I, I really hope you're going to tell the story. This. I think I really yeah. hope you are. <laughs> it just hit me. <laughs> so, we're playing in like our first band, you know, it was pretty like metal and stuff. And like, I, you know, uh, I, right. I played guitar for a, a long time and I sit in my room and just play guitar. So I like to shred. <laughs> that, that was me. I don't think then. I know the story. Um, oh, you do? Oh, I do. Yeah, I think you do. So okay. we were playing our song. It got to like the solo part and I was like doing my thing. And then after that song, this guy shouts out and he's like, he's like, play as a solo. <laughs> and I was just, I felt so awkward. <laughs> And I, was, I played him a little something. And then, um, like, after the gig, like, we were outside. And then he was like, he's like, you've got great fingers. <laughs> I, I remember that guy. What? <laughs> and he was like, he yeah. was so, like, like it was his child. He was Ooh. like, don't hurt those fingers. Don't do anything to those fingers. I thought this guy was going to leave with my fingers. <laughs> <laughs> I had not heard this story before. <laughs> 
wasn't wasn't that a gig where you where you guys were supporting my other group? Yeah, yes. yeah, we were supporting that, that one. Section, yeah. section he came up to yeah. me as well after as well. He came up to me after he talked to you. He came up to me and goes, "Listen here, come for a pint with me right now." And obviously, I think I was like just eighteen, so I was like, "Free booze." I'm gonna say no. Um, <laughs> so me and the singer of this band went to the pub with him. Right, like guitarist, right? If you don't if you don't push him more, if you don't if you don't get him out there, I'm gonna have him off you. <laughs> was proper threatening just like i'll oh. take him from you i know oh many bands that would, that would love somebody like him so you you treat him good or or i will poach him from you <laughs> just so oh, it's, it's like, like, oh, no. like first or second gig ever yeah oh my god oh. it got us into like the you know myself you know when you think of like what's the worst that can happen, it got us into it pretty well. Yeah. <laughs> what's the worst that can happen? This my fingers can get stolen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I mean, don't know I what's. Was, he, he was okay, but like it just felt a little like weird. It was just so intense. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mm. didn't actually. I wasn't thread for my life, <laughs> but like yeah. I think I, think I know. I I'll, I'll say for me was I think and then as the summer national remember this because again it was my other group were playing with. With, with the their guard band Russian Sin. Remember when, when we were playing that gig at the Vic and it was the night before less than three three fest and the, the PA exploded. Yeah. Damn. That was yeah. that was so, our fault, sorry, but yeah. So, so what what happened was they got to the gig setting up and I think whoever was doing sound was a little bit inexperienced or something. So we started putting um some really low end channels through the um through the monitors and it was it overloaded them and just the PA went out. out. Oh, yeah. So what was so, so so this gig was meant to like start at seven o'clock and then finish at eleven. I don't I, I don't think these guys went on because it was these guys and also in the band called Further and Forever who are they're an amazing band. I'm not sure what they're doing in a minute, but anyway. So what was meant to start at seven o'clock and finish at ten? I think these guys first went on like half past nine. The gig, the gig finished like half one in the morning. Yeah, no, they blew up like ten minutes before we were due to go when, on. As due well. to go on stage, yeah. Yeah, it was literally like it was just, it was just, it was just, it was just as you finished your sound check and it, it went bang. We were like, what? <laughs> yeah, brand, brand, new, brand new PA system as well. Just for, for this festival. The worst so, ever. I do have a question. I'm oh, sorry, guys. Yeah. I, I can think of one for you. I can, gig, uh, <laughs> no, I can think of the same one, I think. That gig where the old man made me piss myself while I was playing, or I mean, the woman that poached me to dance? Both. They were both, they were at the same gig. Yeah. So this one gig, I genuinely, I think, felt the most embarrassment I've ever felt in my life. It was second-hand embarrassment, mostly. Yeah, it was second-hand embarrassment, which somehow felt worse. Somehow <laughs> felt worse. So I was playing, and this guy was just walking up and down the pub, like, pacing. And he was just, like, jamming to himself like dancing along and then at one point he was fully dancing with himself and I just like someone looked at me and looked at me in just the way that I was like no I can't I can't now and I was in the middle of a line and I just started like cry laughing not quite crying but very very close and I was like I need to I can't I, I'm, I'm singing <laughs> and someone fully just looked at me just I was just breaking like, I got so far into the song as well I think I made it to like the bridge like I'd made it so far into this song and then I looked at someone and I was like shouldn't have looked at you because I was like they were laughing at this guy dancing and I was like, no, no. And I tried not to look at the guy as well because he kept coming like slightly too close to the PA and stuff and it wasn't mine. So I was like, oh, no, 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 no. And I just <laughs> like, please, please. And Sam was at this gig 
and I looked at him and he was just like, uh, I was just putting a like, hand over my mouth I and can't. just wouldn't look me in the eye. And then um, after I played, this same man came up and was like, let me buy you a drink. And he was definitely drunk himself. Right. But I wasn't going to turn down a free cider. As Sam said, <laughs> I wasn't going to turn down a free drink, especially after that experience. Um, and but I was like, right, I'm going to come up to the bar, though, because I don't want you handing me this drink if I haven't like seen it because I'm not stupid. So I was just like, right, I'm going to come with you and I'm going to see what to buy because I don't. I was like, I've never, I've not really actually had a drink in this pub before, so I don't really know. And um, I went up and actually, like, the, even the bartender was pissing himself at this guy. And I was like, I can't, like, I can't take any of this seriously. I can't order a drink with you because you're pissing yourself at him. I can't talk to him because he's not getting out a sentence properly. And then after that, it was the band that I was um, supporting played after and um they were playing like a lot of like feel good like older kind of tunes um and this woman just came up to me and just absolutely poached me for a dance and i was like, like i didn't know her i didn't know this woman and she just came up and i swear to god it was so embarrassing because like sam and then another one of our friend alex we, they were sat there just watching this happen and the woman was asking me if either of them were my boyfriend and my dad was also sat there and I was like, no, no. And then she was just being extra weird and I was like, and then she was she was like slow dancing with me. This woman was slow dancing with me to a not slow song. And I was just like, I don't know what to do with myself. And another one of um, my friends was at the pub and he was just sat in the corner filming the whole thing. <laughs> and just took a photo and i literally was like in this photo like purely just being like i need help somebody help me please and then i she kept like going to the boys like oh one of you come up and dance one of you come up and dance and sam wedged himself so far into the corner he could have been part of the wall <laughs> I love he that. did not help me in the slightest. Yeah, you left it to Alex, poor lad. <laughs> she literally grabbed our other mate, Alex, by the shoulder, pulled him up, and she was like a tiny woman, and Alex is like six foot. She yanked him out of his chair and forced him to dance as well, and I was just like, I'm so sorry. Yeah. I just ended up... She pushed you two together as well. Just yeah, she just literally pushed me and Alex to dance, and I was just like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> then we were both crying because we both felt embarrassed but it was also hilarious at the same time so we would just cry laughing sam was sat in his chair again part of the furniture but also crying and my dad was just there like <laughs> absolutely no help i was like you're my dad you're supposed to protect me your dad was there. Yeah, I was like, you're supposed to protect job. me. <laughs> this woman. Because she'd come in with a load of her friends, but none of them would dance with her because they weren't at the level of pissed that she was. <laughs> so we were all just dancing. And my dad was just like, well, I wasn't going to let her like take you away. You were still like a foot away from me. I was like, yeah, but you didn't stop me from being embarrassed. He was like, I wasn't going to do that though, was I? <laughs> Love it. So I do have a question I ask every guest on the show. So it's usually, so I'll go with the question, but you're just going to give one answer each. Mm -hmm. So me and Marcus, we're having a lovely dinner party and you guys are with us as well. So um, who else 
would you invite to the dinner party and why? And you can have one person each. Usually it's four people, but you can have one person each. Oh. So it's even harder than usual. This is can the question. Anyone, alive or dead? Oh, yeah. Dead or alive? Okay. And anybody. Anybody. So hard, isn't it, when it's one person? Yeah, we're all just Ooh. like, what? <laughs> I mean, there's a really like easy one for me. Um, my like big inspiration, the guy that used to play in the probably about twelve years ago now. I was like, I was gutting because I got into the band, and didn't really know as well. So when I found out about it, even though it's gone for like five, six years, it, that hurt because he was like the sort of big inspiration for me playing. I'd learn their albums on the back, and so him, like uh, Jimmy, Jimmy Sullivan, on hands, you can just have a bit the guy like just <laughs> one beer. Yeah, but like yeah, dinner with him would be awesome. That'd be so I'm, cool. I'm the same with the guitarist from Avenged as well. <laughs> literally though it's the same me and sam were on the same wave that's why we've like clicked so hard because like that was my inspiration to play guitar as well i think for me we've got a story go... about that as well actually because we've done this question yeah i think i think for me i'd have to go with probably go with peter hook he's the bass player for um for new order and joy division when they were around i mean if it weren't for joy division i wouldn't be a bass player now before for him and his 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 style of playing and, he, and the way he plays and the effects he uses and all that sort of thing Particularly more so with this band in his new order days, is a massive influence on me from all my writing and all my playing. And he's, I, I watch like his live streams all the time, watch his shows. He seems like a really nice dude. I'd love, love to be able to sit there and just interrogate him about stuff. And he's done so. I'd be, I'd, I'd, I'd be my pick, hockey. Oh, this is so hard. Crazy. I feel like my obvious answer would be Stevie Nicks, so I'm not going to go with that. Yeah, I, I couldn't yeah, expect. You've all got obvious answers, so you got you got to spice up. <laughs> well, they're obvious answers if you know us. You don't know, probably anybody. Dead or I think. I'd want to talk to Charlie Watts, who's the drummer of the Rolling Stones, because I saw them play when I was 18, right? This man made no facial expressions while playing. And when I see Sam play, like I took photos of him uh, when we were rehearsing last week, some of the faces that Sam makes while playing, hilarious. Oh, yeah. Looking at Charlie Watts playing, literally looks like he's playing on like the Wii or something. <laughs> like he looks like he's playing an electric drum kit on Band Hero. And I was like, how do you play like that and have no facial expressions whatsoever? Honestly, I want to like, ask him the same questions. I I'd want to know that because he genuinely just sits there and he's like, guess he's like, for so long, it's just monotonous. Probably. Really? Probably. I'd also want, I feel like he would be the best person to ask like the ins and outs of the stuff that goes on in the band because I feel like yeah. if you tried to ask Keith, I, <laughs> yeah. don't, I don't know if he'd know. Nothing. I don't know if he'd know. <laughs> like I do, With the others, it's like, would you actually know? Would you remember all of it? <laughs> but I feel like, like, yeah, but seeing them was amazing. Like considering the fact that they're all in like their 70s and Mick was still strutting about the stage like he was our age. Like mm. it was amazing, and oh. just watching Charlie just have like absolutely deadpan straight face, I was just like, this is like it made me laugh. I loved it. I was like that that kind of stage presence. I was like that is either like you're really arrogant or you're funny, and I found it funny. So I feel like, he's, I feel like he's I'm like, how do you have the energy at this yeah. sort of age? Exactly. Like, well, one of the one of the first bands I saw live was Rush, and I did not appreciate. So glad I've seen them because one of my favorite bands now. Um, but yeah, I was a quality gig, and I don't know how they had that kind of energy at seventy. And then I go into download and stuff, and like Black Sabbath, seen Ozzy on his own, seen Def Leppard, sort of like nostalgia acts. And I'm there like, I haven't got the energy to walk up and down my stairs three times, oh. let alone be like <laughs> two hour set on like a you know, You've not got the, you've not got the energy to walk to your third floor bedroom. <laughs> yeah, oh. 
Uh, I, yeah, mad. I, it's so impressive watching some of them as well. Like, I'm, like we sit here and talk about all these young artists that we like and we look up to. But at the end of the day, like artists like this that are still going, it's like if if we could have a career like that and still be that active at their age, that is the goal. And it's so impressive. And, it, you know, mm. just because we talk about these younger artists that we're into doesn't mean we don't like the bigger bands that are like the Godfather and the founders. Because, you know, we know we're yeah. all linked back. Because the amount of times oh, yeah. I talk to people, we go, yeah, but yeah, but you haven't talked about, you haven't talked about such and such. You haven't talked about Metallica. You haven't talked about, it's like, yeah, like them. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong, but like. Like we've yeah, all got such like eclectic music tastes. Yeah. Like all, I can all, listen all to different. absolutely anything to be quite honest. Like I've got really, really broad music taste and like I can be listening to stuff like from even like the fifties and stuff like that. And then newer stuff. It's like, there's no like, I only listen to this or this kind of thing. Like we're all really broad. So like all of the people that we draw influence from and all of the people that like we'd love to meet and stuff like that are all so, so different. Yeah. A lot of my like, I mean, stuff, it kind of comes from like video game because well for me, like that's a big mm. part of my like sound library. Shouts out to To be fair, some of that stuff is slaps. Yeah, it does. It does, it does. especially today, like, like the Doom soundtrack, mm. mate. Yeah, Final Fantasy. That's what I know. It's big for you now. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Final Fantasy for fucking years. I think that what's what that's what works with the band because we all have. So very different sort of musical backgrounds, music tastes. Like we all, we all apart, we all are very different. And even as influencers, we all bring it together. But it comes together, it really works. I think. So like yeah, half the stuff I listen to, that the rest of them wouldn't. And same thing with Sam, Ash, and Grace. There's what's with stuff they listen to, I would never would. Albums to each other. It'll be like, oh, have you heard this album? No, it's not really in my lane for it. And next mm. practice, we'll all be like, wow, that was sick. Yeah. Like yeah. Billie Eilish, we're all really into Billie Eilish. Did a cover of her song "Everything I Wanted" again on our Spotify. Gotta get that plug in there. Uh, <laughs> but joining the band before, like saying we should cover this, Alex had never heard of her or like never no. listened to her. Oh, no, 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 listen to her. Like, oh, mate, quality. And then um, like Dua Lipa's most oh, recent yeah. album, Nostalgia, so good. Like, awesome that, awesome. that, that got awesome. snubbed at the Grammys, in my opinion. But don't get me started on this because I. Feel <laughs> yeah, because oh, yeah. I mean, we're looking at doing some covers of, of that sort of stuff as well. Mm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Awesome. There's a couple more questions in like the comments. Um, someone said, "Did they play instruments at school?" Yes. Um, yeah. yeah. So I've I've sung since I was a kid because uh, I went to Catholic school. As soon as they registered that I could carry a tune, I was shoved in the choir from the age of seven through till I was sixteen when I left. Like <laughs> it wasn't a choice. I was in the choir. Um, so I've sang since then. And then my dad plays guitar as well. Like I learned to play on his guitar. Um, and I picked that up when I was about 14, 15, because I really wanted to go out and do gigs and stuff. And I knew a couple of people that were willing to put me on because they'd heard me sing, but they didn't know if I could play or not. So I made a point of learning the guitar in a couple of months so that I could go out and do gigs. Um, and then I just that just kind of went from there. And then I've just like picked up different things along the way, really. Like I can play the ukulele now. This is so, this is mirrored and it confuses me. Yeah, you're like, <laughs> I can play the ukulele now. Um, and I can play the keys as well. Um, but that's been kind of like through like the end of school towards like college time that I started picking those up. Um, and I've not really done much else since then. But yeah, for me, it's like, I started when I started getting into music like during um like late you know into school I just started um I forget secondary school 
it was a long time ago <laughs> and um, i wasn't really that big into the stuff like at least playing it or anything my friend uh, liam who i'm sure the next question is gonna be from um was like he, he played a lot of acoustic guitar and stuff and was big into like music and playing music and stuff i used to stay around his house and i was really like interested in it but i could play played it a little bit and then again i heard Avenged Sevenfold. specifically i heard the song nightmare that came out and i heard the solo from it and it was so like weird to me like the sounds and stuff that were coming out of it like the like i guess the scale in my head was like really cool and i was like i need to learn this like one day mm. it's really hard but i need to do it and then i just got like i get like super obsessed with things i need to learn it i, I was like parents <laughs> please <laughs> can i have a guitar for ages and obviously they were like no 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 you know i might not like it and eventually like i bought this like if i go this way that no yeah, i did it too <laughs> that little uh, uh squire there um yeah, I just started playing it and like I'm the type of guy who would like sit in his room and like practice, practice, practice. And I know that sounds like boring as oak, but like <laughs> it got me to where I am today. I think I think for me is well I, I did pick it up when I was four. When I when I first well, I wanted to be a guitar player before I played the bass. But again, it's the same person that Ash mentioned, Liam, who's commenting. He um him and our, my friend our, our friend from school, Darius, he sort of um they were kept jamming together and playing like covers of Pixies songs and George Vision songs, whatever else. And uh, I come in, you know, I think I just, just got a guitar or something. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm really, really excited to learn this. I was in rehearsal. I think one of them just went, hmm, don't need to be a guitar player. Yeah, you know, have that. And just handed me a bass. Like, that's what you're playing now. Okay, is it? Yeah, and it was uh, it was Liam and Darius between them. They, they taught me how to play through through school. I guess, again, if it weren't for those two guys, again, I, wouldn't, I don't think I'd be where I am now. So oh, Liam seems like a big influence to you guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's commented like, Liam sounds great. Tell me about him. <laughs> but... Before I go and like, chat about my like getting into drums, one of our first guests, we did play that song, Ashton was about Nightmare, was our open, but mm -hmm. our bassist couldn't play it and sing it. He was both a singer. So Liam came on and played the bass for us. You know, for, for a brief moment, Liam has been a member of the band. He's always been around. We, lo we love Liam. Give, give Liam some love. Yeah. About yeah. having a good support system around you. That's exactly what yeah, I mean. He, he's, 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 he's one of the best. Yeah. And Sam. Uh, oh, yeah. So start? for me with drums, for me with drums, um, uh, my mum bought me drum lessons. Like well, I tried other like recorder lessons in primary school. You know, that's how it goes. You, if you don't learn recorder, like what were you doing? Uh, she bought me drum lessons one Christmas. I didn't ask for them, just did it. Uh, bought me four drum lessons where I was 10, maybe 11. Uh, and yeah, I've not looked back. <laughs> you know, there were there was four drum lessons, uh, and I, yeah, just kept going to those every. Uh, and yeah, uh, now we're here. And then uh, from that, I've over the lockdown period, being in Nottingham, I've not had access to my drum kit a lot, so I picked up bass as well at the spot. Nah, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not like it's it's more just so I had a little, like string to my bow because I don't have, drums aren't particularly musical. You know, I don't have any like massive musical input, but at least with that, I can express notes. Mm -hmm. uh, and then also production and stuff like that. It's not really an instrument necessarily. But it's something that I've picked up really for the band because none of us knew anything about it. And me and Ashton wanted to record stuff. It was like, right, how do we do this then? Like we used to record on my old laptop um, with instead of having like big audio interface and mixing desk the studio, we just had my laptop and a guitar cable instead of having like two of two of these like ends. It was one of these going into a USB, these plugged into the computer. Yeah, they can call stuff. It a, I've, I've still got all these demos and stuff. Yeah. Rock so we, that's cable. how we used to record. We used to record stuff, and then we like, then we produce stuff because then you'd be like, right, now we'll just sit and just 
play with it until it sounds okay really mm-hmm. and then like to record drums and stuff we'd just like i'd send Al- ashton uh up into like the the roof of my drum room with like a little headphone microphone and be like right just sit here with that it's far <laughs> enough away so it won't sound horrible and that's how we recorded drums and stuff so like we've come a long way uh mm-hmm. and you know that is it, to me i'd say that that's just so much uh that's, that's more of a story really for me yeah. about getting into music than drums because drums are just something that i did and then my real passion for music came when i discovered like recording and producing being able to put it all on mm-hmm. it's, it's just really, really fun to me i can agree with that like as well like i've gone hardcore into like the way music sounds like what works for songs and stuff because i used to be that kid when i was like 16 that, like i just want to shred over every song like i don't care <laughs> but now i'm like what works for this song like how do i want it to sound and i've gone like so much more into like the production side of things and like what makes it good rather i'm going to play what i want to play it's really cool so each episode as well we ask the question of like a quote what is your quote what quote you all have a quote hell yeah Please. go on you lot, you lot can go first because I've, I've not really thought properly. <laughs> we, we got told about this yesterday, right? For people that people that are watching, but like, how do you come up with a one quote to like summarize yeah. everything? It's so hard. I've got like one, you know, that I said to a friend that I've got in my note. Um, let me just let me just uh, find it. Yeah, let me just pull up actually. <laughs> you guys talk. Dear, talk amongst yourselves. Yeah, talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> I'm just going to regress as well. While we're waiting, right? Again, I would not cry in the fetal position if I was stuck on a desert island. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tegan was like, if you were all stuck on a desert island, what would your role be? You'd feel like Sam would just go into the fetal position and cry. <laughs> Maybe for like five minutes. Maybe for five minutes here and there. <laughs> See, it would happen. <laughs> I think we all would, to be quite honest, though. What would we all do? I think fetal position and cry. <laughs> yeah. Armadillo! Ashton, hold it with your crow. I don't want to get bullied yeah, anymore. Figure out who, like, who eat first. Like, if we're not going <laughs> You have to think about the logistics. <laughs> so I, I was more thinking like who would be in charge of like building a house and who would be in charge of making sure that food is edible. That would probably be me. I, 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 okay. We could all cook it. I'm okay. thinking about the worst. But um my quote, so I, I said it to a friend and they thought it was so um it's basically like um if you're like feeling bad you know about something but you feel like other people's problems are worse and that you don't feel bad it's kind of for that so i said if you feel a way that's awful then that's all that matters i don't care if it's because you stubbed your toe and feel like your life is over because of it those emotions are real and they're you they're all valid which kind of like works for like the pandemic everyone feeling like oh i shouldn't be sad because people have it worse it's still who you are it's really deep that one yeah i like that one a lot <laughs> that's nice yeah and yourself grace um, I'm embarrassed about mine. <laughs> no, I love it. I love it. I love it. No, mine is how lucky am I to have something that makes saying goodbye so hard? And it's by oh. Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that show was so. Like, it's Winnie the Pooh. Deep. That show was so deep. Yeah, unnecessarily. It was deep so deep. No, you know Winnie what? Deep. Some of those lessons are important to teach children. Yeah, exactly. they are. Good, Alex. Have you got anything? Um, I've, I've got one. I've just, I would say it's it's just a quote I re- I've always really liked. It's from um, that's from Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part Two. <laughs> it's, uh, it's the the quality of one's convictions that determines success, not the number of followers. Oh yeah, I've, uh, true. Always, 
Yeah, I've, 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 always, I've, always really, I've always really liked that quote. I mean, I yeah. can't really think of directly like a quote to pinch off of, but I guess like I, I'd give more advice and just be like, if there's something you want to do, focus on it, stick to it, work on it, and you'll get there. Like, it, it, you know, success of any form does not come overnight. It, it, it happens because you work on it. You know, like yeah. picking up an instrument. Day one, you're not going to be amazing. You're not going to, you know, shred an amazing guitar solo on your first day. That takes years. And, and you know, if you want it, you will put the years in. It sounds like mm-hmm. so cliche as well, but like, don't listen to people that are like, you know, people have told me for sure my whole life, like, you know, don't do this, it's not realistic kind of thing. Because they don't really know what goes on in your head or how, you, you know, mm. how you plan to set yeah. about your life. And also they don't have to, they don't get to live your life. So they're making that dis- them decisions for you kind of like will end up sculpting the way you go and they don't have to deal with the consequences. So you might as well live the way you want to just try and for whatever you want to do. Okay. I'm sure that everyone in the, that's on screen right now can agree with that as well. Cause we're all, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. we're in a band. Nobody will tell you it's a good idea to be in a band. Yeah. You do, you do. You know, you make clothes. Like I'm sure when you started doing that, people were like, "What are you doing that for?" Yep, still yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. So you know, yeah, stick to it, and you'll get there. Yeah. You know what? Anybody saying that to you still is wrong because your clothes are made. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like yeah. speaking <laughs> of yeah. the day of the dead. Yeah. Yeah. Love that. Uh-uh. <laughs> so, where can people find you on social media? So you've obviously mm. got your Spotify, haven't you? So we just type in all over again on Spotify. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Our social medias, our social medias and stuff are usually all over again or all over again UK. I think it's mostly yeah. UK because some UK. little mm-hmm. pesky in the US stole. Oh, um, <laughs> so we we like, will have it one day. Like UK <laughs> represent. Yeah. 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 yeah it's, it's usually either just all over again or all over again UK, like across the board. So um, like, that'll be Twitch. Um, Instagram, Twitter. We're not on Twitch, are we? I know, I know we've got nothing else. Yeah, yeah, we've yeah. we've not got Twitch yet. Ashton has Twitch though. Ashton yeah. streams on Twitch. Um, but yeah, the the Twitter is all over again UK. Um, the Instagram is all over again UK as well. And then the Facebook. Um, usually you can just find us by typing in all over again. And we're on we're on, we're on all good streaming sites. So on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, Deezer. Um, that one that got sued by Metallica. Napster. <laughs> Napster, yes. Um, <laughs> and a couple of others. But yeah, most of you you go to music streaming sites, YouTube. As well. Yeah, we've got that. We even have a TikTok that we don't post on, but yes, know, we do. Yeah. We'll, make, we'll make fools of ourselves on there soon. Promise. Yes. We, can, we have like a couple of together. videos on TikTok. I was going to say, have you guys got videos YouTube. on your YouTube? No, I've got, you, yeah. I've got a, li- a couple of lyric videos for the song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Would you yeah. would you be looking at this year recording a video? Yeah, uh, we definitely. Hopefully, hopefully. Yeah. 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 yeah, we're getting all the balls rolling right about now because we're like, yeah, we're hardcore into it, like yeah. trying to get all this stuff done, and you know, mm-hmm. actually yeah. giving people who have been with us so long some yeah. products to like be like, okay, this is pretty good. I think yeah. I think the whole the whole idea of what we'd like to do is what we'd like to do a music video for each song on the EP, so it's like a full track EP. We'd like to do one for for each, just and do something completely different with each one yeah so ho- hopefully that will yeah. hopefully come sort of come may june time when we can all get back together and get that sort of get the ball rolling we'll get that we'll get them out for, for everyone to enjoy if we can so our boy Mark, what advice would you give to people wanting to start a band or want to push themselves in music industry but have the fear of failing stopping them? just keep going i think yeah, yeah just keep doing it Don't and stop. like look into 
if like it doesn't matter what age you are but like look into like courses and stuff because like I went to college um rather than like a sixth form after school because I don't like exams um I much prefer like practical based and coursework and stuff like that and like rather than an exam because I feel like just revising for something and then writing the answer and hoping that you remember it correctly I don't think that that's a valid way of like assessing how smart you are or how good you are at something personally like I think actively doing it that shows how good you are at it so like I went straight on and did music performance at college and then I've carried on doing that at university and it's like it doesn't matter what age you are like there have been people on my course that were like 35 when I was 17 and stuff like that um like I think looking into how you can get yourself there and get in the right like connections and resources and stuff because like if you go to the right places like our university puts us in contact with people and gives us like an industry week where they invite people in to give us talks on like how to get into the industry and like how realistic certain things are and like how you can make those dreams reality better by doing stuff yourself mm-hmm. um and I think just like just going out and doing it because so many places do like open mic nights and like they'll book you on a gig if you message them and ask like it's just it's just like getting the confidence within yourself to ask and to try and put yourself out there to do it because that fear of failing you only fail if you don't do it I think because if you do it and then you decide you didn't like it or it wasn't a very good experience try again and if you still don't like it then it's not a failure it's just you learning that it's not something that you want to do again like you can make like really good friends as well that's a really important thing to do like networking Mm. and like being active in your local music yeah make lots of friends that's that's really important the fear of failure is just a thought at the end of the day like i know it's hard to say like easier said than done but it's just a thought in your head that not put any stock into and keep going no matter what Mm. I i think one of the things i'd i'd say is a good thing is get into a band with people that are going to push you. Mm-hmm. So again, like like with us, we all push each other to be to be better. Yeah. Again, like it's like when we're when we're recording, we'll be like, over lockdown. We're doing it over uh, whatever it's called. Yeah. So I was I was here, say playing away, and I get the whole thing of Sam. That was good, but you know you could do it better if you did it another yeah. way. Yeah. Um, yeah. The same thing with Grace. Well, I was in, in the sessions when Grace was doing the vocals. It was the same thing. Yeah, that was great, but no, just doing the one. It could be better. Yeah. Pointers. And having that as a network of, of for the four of us, I think I think it's it's done me the world of good. I think. You've yeah. got to be like honest 100%. and at the same yeah, time. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You've got to find that right right balance of comfort and discomfort. Like if yeah. you're yeah. too comfortable, it's it gets boring, it gets stale, you mm. give up. If it's too uncomfortable, it's too difficult. It's not fun, mm. and you mm. give up. So if you sort yeah. of have that like right balance of like yeah. I know what I'm doing, but at the same time it's still a little bit scary because that's what keeps you, that's what like sort of fuels you. It's having that fire under your belly, you know what I mean? Like yeah. just that, that little bit of drive. As long as you're driven, you'll be fine. I think. Big... I mean, we've been a band for five six years and we're only just putting out our yeah. first music like last year and only just mm. putting out our first EP next month. Yeah. Like <laughs> we haven't a big given important up. Important thing I think is taking breaks as well. Like if I get in like a creative you know wall. If you take a long break from something, you come back to it and you play. Like, I play guitar completely differently if I come back, like, a month later um, after I burn myself out and I'll play, like, completely things out of nowhere or I'll listen to music and it'll mm. just, like, refresh your brain because if you just keep hammering that wall, you'll just get frustrated and think, you know, those thoughts will come into play. 
like I can't do it. I can't like I'm not good at this. That's why it's good to take a long break and be like, all right, take some so time. Don't be, do don't be like else. too afraid of creative burnout. It's gonna yeah. happen. <laughs> And when it, it does is. happen, you've got to know, okay, I'm going to take a step back now, work on something else. Not even creative, you know, work on your health, work on, Read book, <laughs> I don't like know, just any, literally just yeah. chill out for like a yeah. week or, and come back to it when you feel ready. If you thought, like, you've got to force yourself to an extent, that's mm-hmm. that's a given. Yeah. But when you hit that creative burnout wall, don't try and push like, a step back. Uh, yeah. And that's mm-hmm. that's advice that I wish somebody would have told me years ago. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I agree with that. Same, like something that someone once told me was like, if you want to write, then do it and like have a little book or something with you at all times to like put little phrases in and stuff like that. Or like I keep I keep random stuff in my phone all the time. I woke up at 2 a.m. the other night after a weird dream or something. I woke up and I thought of something and I wrote it in my phone. And then I was like, right, time to go back to sleep. (laughs) But like if something comes to you, you don't let it go. That's super important. Keep it. Yeah. And like, even if you then look back at it and you're like, that's bad. <laughs> yeah, like, Keep it? it because you never know that, like, you never know if it's going to come back again. Because like the other day, there was something that's been in my notes for like a year and a half. And I'd never used it because I was like, oh, I don't know if I actually really like it. I think this is actually kind of bad. And then Sam played me something the, the other day. I kind of made it fit. And then I was like, this is great yeah and then like once me and sam got into the flow of it we wrote like an entire verse pre-chorus and chorus of a song and then Not in like an hour <laughs> <laughs> the, um, the ep's not even out yet and we're already promoing the next thing <laughs> yeah, <isn't it? laughs> oh yeah we're all, we're really excited about writing in general because mm. like once we're getting mm. close to like releasing stuff we definitely want to like get back and just write in and enjoying like just playing whatever together even if we don't really just creating together having a load of songs so that next time we can be like all right which one of these many songs do we want to actually release oh yeah we've (laughs) killed off so many like songs if it's if it's not like instant banger nah get out yeah yeah, that's very true (laughs) no i'm the same with my clothing like i've got stuff that i'm releasing on friday but and then I know in a month and a half's line, I've got these other stuff coming. Mm-hmm. And it's just like always constantly having new products and like yourself with new music. You're constantly always working because you want, you've got this amazing thing coming. Then you want to do something more amazing and more amazing and more amazing. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's constantly being in the flow. Because if you stop being in the flow, you slow down. Yeah. And it's sort of like, you, like you say, you do hit a wall and like I burn out sometimes, but. I know now just before I burn out, so I don't burn out anymore, but I used to, and it, it would horribly be like two days, yeah. I just wouldn't do anything. But yeah, it's mm. important to take care of your health and know when you're burning out, definitely. Exactly. Especially nowadays, and I feel like, I, I know this is definitely echo of quite a bit, but it's nowadays, because there's so little to do, if you're not working on something, you feel like you're wasting your time. You're yeah. not. Yeah. Mm, same. But nowadays, it's really hard to schedule. If there's nothing there to just feel like wasting everything, that's really easy way to get dragged in get headspace so there's how, again keeping yourself busy but not too it's kind of how we've been brought up as well like just in like the terms of like society but it's okay to it's literally okay to just lie in bed all day one day like watch netflix mm. it's bad. Yeah. like you're not doing anyone any harm by not working that day it's come out the next day even stronger because you're not like you know again like bashing that creative walls coming in like fresh new ideas yeah mm-hmm. You know, just interject with the, with the comment that Liam's uh, rap album when uh, Liam okay. when you when you decide to come do the vocals for it. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> who said I can't rap? Hmm? Yeah. Can you can you rap? Oh, don't I mean, if you count water parks, yes. 
<laughs> what did they say? Water parks or Machine Gun Kelly? Then yes. Give me, <laughs> give me better rap god. I'm not so. doing it. Uh, rap god's Eminem anyway. No, we were going to do an album that's not in our sort of lane. That's completely mm. stylistic. What would we do? Would we do a rap out? I mean, maybe synth pop. Eighties. Oh, I agree. Yeah. Yeah, Again, that'd like, be so much love, fun. Like different influences. I always want to like keep pushing like our sound, the types that we put in songs and stuff. Again, like I used to listen to a lot of rap music. So I'm like, Sam, could we put 808s in here? <laughs> we put the trappy oh, drums. There's, there's like, loads today. of 808s in our fire. Yeah. yeah, that's kind of what inspired fire. I was like, I'm going to do a weird funk and then mm. we ran with it. So how do you think your first ever podcast has gone? I personally, I think it's been amazing. Do you guys have anything else to talk about? Um, Is there anything else that you'd love to talk about? Um, like merch? Do we have like merch? Stuff? Yeah, talk about your merch because I remember yeah, you said that you have a little bit of merch. Yeah, yeah, yeah we've got some badges. Like, give me like twenty seconds and I'll go grab them. Go exactly Wait, where they are. I got a couple. <laughs> He's going to run down three oh, doors. Oh, right, He's got them. He's got them. Oh, oh god! Red and a pink there. Thought I was going to have to get a drink there. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm gonna get them anyway. Yeah, I've got a purple one there, and my favourite colour, um, the blue. Same. Where can people buy your your badges from? Just Just us. Yeah, just literally dropping us a message. Um, They're a pound each if you don't want all four, or three pound fifty for all four, and then just posted on top. Uh, but yeah. I think that's only something like a pound or something yeah. like that. Sam's been the one who's done postage, so I don't actually know what the postage is currently. But yeah, it's not that much. Um, yeah, so I think it works out about £4.50, fiver for all four. Yeah. But and yeah, just your... literally dropping us a DM is like totally fine. <laughs> oh, yeah. With your artwork, what I'd, I'd say, you could even release like the LP once you do it physical with a T-shirt. Mm-hmm. Then yeah. they could have like, the T-shirt and the LP. With mm. the, with yeah. Design on that would be yeah, so cool. Be so much fun. It would help cool. promote your artists as well. People wearing mm-hmm. wearing all their art and everything, and then yeah. also people seeing your band. Because I I've still got my T-shirt in the wardrobe, my Riot 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 from Paramore. Oh, that, like, that must be like fifteen years old, if not older oh. now. What? How yeah. Old yeah, fifteen, sixteen years. It's still mm-hmm. still in my wardrobe. That that one was screen printed because. It, and it's still still pretty good condition. The t-shirt's got a bit funny colour, but it's still mm. mint condition. Yeah, I love that kind of stuff. I've still got oh, a McFly right. t-shirt that I've had since I was about 10. And it still fits, somehow. <laughs> <laughs> Miraculously, that shirt still fits. Yeah, I've, um, got, I've, got, I've got a Mew, Mew shirt that I was bought when I was 15. I was like 16. I still, I still wear that now. Oh, yeah, I got all my Avenged. I was going to yeah. say the same thing. Oh, yeah, that's that story. Do we want to tell the story? Oh, how me and oh, Sam it's a bit kind of, of like, had a weird moment. Yeah, you know that'd be kind of cool because I don't think I don't I didn't think these two. Yeah, this might be a bit insane. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, some Inception stuff. <laughs> yeah, so like when I was in college, um, we had to do like a performance thing, and I went to Rattle and Drum, like a, a shop, to get like some guitar stuff. And I got like a book of Avenge songs, <laughs> but you know me not being like smart at the time, I was like, um, I walked out with it, and I realized it said drums on it, and I was like, I don't play drums. <laughs> <laughs> so I went back in, and I was like, I got the wrong one. Can I get this one instead? And he was like, Oh, okay. And I walked away, and apparently Sam was in the building at the same time because we saw the book later when i was at sam's house i was like i have that that like exact same type of book but i bought the drum one by accident 
Yeah. Uh, well, it was I was stood next to you because I remember I was just my drumsticks or whatever. I remember yeah. somebody coming up next to me like, and then somebody sorted it. It was just on the counter, and my mum goes, "Oh, it's Avenged Sevenfold and it's drums. Do you want it?" I was like, "Yeah, go on then." So yeah, and uh, that's what we'd said. I think we'd just been in my room for a while, and he saw it. it was like, "I had that, the exact same one as well." Because I bought a drum one back, and so I was like, "You know what? I got this because somebody bought it back to the counter." And I was like, "Did you get it from Battle and Drum about two or three years ago?" Yeah. You had this exact book. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so weird. We didn't know each other. That was no, yeah, like kind of thing, isn't it? Yeah. I think you. I think you told me the story before, but it's been a while since heard it. I don't think you told me that. Yeah, but I'm just seeing. Um, Bray asked if we can ship merch to the US. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure we can. It will just cost a little bit extra in postage because you know there's a there's a bit yeah. of a, a big C. Yeah. There's a bit of a big C for it to cross, but if you drop us a message, um, we'll be happy to sort something out. Absolutely yeah, um, for you. I ship to the US, and it probably takes about two, two to three weeks at the minute, which isn't too bad. Mm -hmm. Just people say, "Hey, where's my parcel?" I'm like, "Well, it's going to be a bit longer, isn't it, than the UK?" Yeah, <laughs> he's got to go over a plane. <laughs> Don't worry. Well, that's yeah. my only issue with like shipping worldwide and stuff. Mm. They forget that it takes a long while because it's not like a big yeah. shipping company that can just send yeah. it so quick. Yeah. Um. What else? Yeah. Tegan's asked if if has anyone asked who you would, guys would love to collaborate with, big band or small? Mm. Oh, God. Collaborate with. I'm not going to say Machine Gun Kelly. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh damn! That's don't even get me started. No. To be fair, yeah, Machine Gun Kelly and Youngblood. If I could do yeah. a song with them, yeah. I'd be happy right because, now, like, yeah. the vibes that they give off and like the music that they create is insane. Yeah, I think for me, I think I do probably have to go. Uh, probably, I'd love to. No, I've, and I've just, I've just got into album and I'm, I'm really enjoying it. Is I think I'd like to do something with Dua Lipa because their album's just awesome and I love, I love the songwriting. So that'd be cool. Or either then, or I'd quite like to do something with Tom Morello from Radio Machine. That'd be quite cool. Stars, aren't you, Alex? Yeah. yeah, big time. That would be cool. I mean, I'd really like, I'd really like some like Brimbo, like past couple of records. Now, I mean, I love them. I have, a, I have one at the logo. I'm like, it's <laughs> one of my first tattoos. Uh, so I'm a massive fan. Uh, but oh. their newest stuff has been very inspirational to me, and I know Ashton as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. With our I'd writing, love, a lot of... I'd love to like collab with while she's. They've been like popping up as well. But, like, that would be more, like, Grace, because, like, I don't think, like, they could incorporate, like, guitars and drums and stuff. But even that, I'd be like, yep, yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> Just through, like, second hand of, like, Grace collab while she sleeps. Yes. Um, what else Le have we got? If you can have a gimmick, like, Slipknot, Slipknot masks or Muse's tech, stage tech, stage stuff, what would it be? Ooh. I think gimmick. just a, I think just an in, insanely massive stage production. Or yeah. the pyro... All the lights, so all the screens. Fun. Okay, get some actors up there. Uh, Do we realistically acrobat. think that pyro would be a good idea? <laughs> no. Nope. I love fire. Good fire. That's a good song. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but who is the most clumsy in this band? Oh, I don't know. I feel like that's you. Awesome. You. The one that's gonna walk around all the time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> don't put pyro out there. Don't worry. I'll be pretty active, sir. So. Your gal will set herself on fire. Yeah. <laughs> We'll both burn together. Set ourselves on fire. Yeah, I think we've got another, uh, another quick question, Flora. What are what are each of your guys' favourite songs? Damn, that's, a, that's a that's a tricky question. <laughs> yes. Mm. Oh, Christ, that's a lot. 
quickly. I have so many. Yeah, so Jonathan as well. If you you you, you get on get on this. Oh, yeah. My favorite songs. It's really hard because like I listen to different music depending uh, what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So like if I'm running, I'm listening to like fast dancing music. When I'm in the unit, I listen to like. I don't know, like trance or sometimes hip hop, depending what vibe I'm feeling. It all depends what mood I'm in. Yeah, I, I get that. But my usual um, go to shower song, because it's like six minutes, 48 seconds or something like that, is Hotel California by the Eagles. Good show. Mm. So I love that because I know I can get in the shower, have a shower, get out, and be almost dry by the time it finishes. So, <laughs> minutes. so I'm like, yeah, that's out. That's, that's like. Um, that's a really good one for me because mm. at least I know how long. Cause sometimes you can stay in the shower for ages. Mm. So I think that's a really good song. Oh, what's yeah. like? I oh, think it's a good me, shower if, song. If I was going for anything, if I had, if I like, had a gun to my head, to pick one, it'd have to be not so Sad Only Bands. So that song mm. is just for me. It's just the, the perfect track. I absolutely love it. I don't I'm really into like uh, like rap at the minute, like Baby No Money and stuff like that. It just makes me feel good. <laughs> <laughs> I think honestly, oh. like my favorite song at the minute is like KSI. What with Youngblood? Yeah, yeah, it's such a tune. Yeah, it's a really, like, really good tune. I'm like, hang on, why do I like this so much? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I think mine would probably be one off of um, You Meet Sixes. I don't think it was their first album. I think it was off of Hold Me Down. Um, it's called There's No Such Thing as Accidental Infidelity. And it's like it's got so many like overlapping layers and stuff like that, and loads of different vocal takes and things. Oh, it's it's just so good, and I absolutely love that song. Um, but I think like I really like acoustic stuff. Like if I'm just doing some work, I just stick on like acoustic things because then I'm not getting distracted by everything. It's just like chill and in the background. It's quite like. Um, Wild Horses by the Rolling Stones. That's one of my dad's favourite songs as well. Um, I can't think of anything else. There's so many. Fleetwood Mac. I think anything by Fleetwood Mac, to be quite yeah. honest. Uh, Rhiannon by Fleetwood Mac is a brilliant tune. So true. Tegan, have I ever listened to Tiggs? I don't know. <laughs> She's no, her own band, in it? Oh, oh is she? Plug <laughs> <laughs> in her own band. <laughs> let it slide. We can let it slide. Well, <laughs> that's awesome. Um, I have a question. I have a question. What's everyone's favourite, like, shower song? Like a song that if nobody else was in the house and you were in the shower, that you would sing and belt your heart out to? Oh, don't. It's got to be something with some really dirty guttural vocals that I don't have the confidence to do any other time. I think like anything with, like, a really big... Post Malone stuff. Like, that's, like, my singing stuff. I love his Mm. voice. Like, his songs are awesome. I'm going to have Sunflower in my head for days now. I think mine would be um, Nowhere by Jordan Sparks. That's a really good song. No shame. Because I fully belt out all of like the ad lib kind of bits. Absolutely belt that song. I love it. I think for me, a, this is a really fun one. It's um, probably Blue Monday by No Order. Oh yeah. yeah! I was thinking that's, of like that's, that's that's a big one for me. I love I love that song. I couldn't remember the lyrics, so I just thought you were gonna sit there and be like, do 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 do. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm I'm sat there just giving it some Latin shower. <laughs> all the effects. If you you're not in a band, if you don't do the whole like all the drums, the guitar, and everything of like whatever yeah. song you're singing. All at the same time. Yeah. 
Another, another quick question from, from Ed. Uh, Beatles or the Stones? Stones. Beatles. Beatles. Stones! You're all awful people. I'm going to get an angry text from my mum now, like, how dare you not say Stones? <laughs> I will say I started leaning more towards Stones for me. Like, I've listened to the Beatles way too much. I mean, I love them both, but I think they, they take the action. Jonathan, what are you? Beatles or, Beatles or Stones? I'd probably say the Stones. Ah, oh, yeah, because yeah. like, I listen to the Beatles a bit, but I guess I've listened to more of Rolling Stones and the Beatles if I was typing into Spotify. So I've got one final question. I'm a huge believer in talking your existence into into your future into existence. Mm-hmm. So like, everything I say and everything like I do, I somehow make it come true because I just talk it into existence. So in two years' time, what is going to be happening with All Over Again? Mm. I think I think for me, I'd, I'd, I'd like to talk mm-hmm. For me, that would be my, like, my, my, my big goal. I feel like we might be getting back to normal in around two years. I think, personally, I don't think anything will happen this year to go like tour right. Europe or anything, just because like the plague, the plague lasted three years. So I feel like this is also going to last about three years. So that's why that's a two-year thing. But I think, yeah, tours will be around in around two years. Oh, no. no. Oh, no. Just for now, but that'd be cool mm. for me. That's, that's my goal, anyway. I haven't got anything else, but that's what I'd like to see. I think, I think definitely, like, we want to at least be in the run-in for play and download, like, have connections for that. Well, the thing is, um, if you guys listen to the podcast next week, we have Lauren. And Lauren, she's a DJ. She's a rock metal DJ, and mm-hmm. she she um, may be getting to play in the the DJ bit at Download because she oh, knows some nice. people from Download. Yeah. So if you guys listening to next week's episode with Lauren or hook up chat to Lauren, like mm-hmm. you guys could potentially do something that way with her. Yeah, she, she has connections, and obviously, you like you said, connections are so important. Mm. That's so that's mint. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. It's just a resounding like, yeah. as long as we're as long as we're playing shows, pretty yeah. content. And obviously, 100%. I'd like to have some more. I'd like to have stick out. Maybe yeah, maybe I was thinking more. either like two EPs or an album, an album or an EP yeah. and an album. An album for sure. An album definitely. And if we could get to the point where like we're in this, and can like it funds our lives. Like two years seems like that's really the dream for that, but like that. Mm. It's always a dream. Yeah. It's so doable nowadays because you there's so much around on social media or anything. If one song just pops off, it can make you a global star. Mm. Yeah. Like, remember that kid, yeah, that cowboy kid? He made millions and now he's disappeared. Yeah. Yeah. It literally yeah. was around for like three months, made his money. Kid. Yeah, he's gone now. <laughs> so it's anything like definitely it's that's the best thing about like social media and everything. Just one thing can just change your life. Mm-hmm. Sure. Right, well, I think it's time to start wrapping up a little mm-hmm. bit now, guys, because it's getting towards nine o'clock and we've almost been on two hours, which is amazing, which is a lot longer than like wow. I, was, I was hoping for like an hour, an hour and 20. But yeah, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. We've had so much to talk about. So yeah, thank you, everybody, for your questions. If you guys want to say bye, then I'll, I'll um, finish the episode. I'll round it all down. Mm-hmm. So thank you so much for coming on on your first podcast. Thank you so much for having us. It's been so much fun. Really enjoyed it. Really really enjoyed listening to your story because I didn't really know about your story and everything. So that's that's so interesting. And I know you've got so Mm. many fans out there that are really supportive. And I can't wait just to see you guys grow. And I'm following you all on socials as well. So that's even better. 
so we can all mm-hmm. keep in contact and maybe down the line get you on again see where oh, you're at awesome. listen, absolutely listen to, yeah we'd love that listen to your your new ep and then more tracks after that and everything yeah, yeah that's exactly. what we'll be in two years. We're back yeah. here in two years. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see if it came true, yeah? Yeah, well, I'll get you in one year and a half because you would have already done it because it's in your mind now, planted there. So you'll be yeah. even doing it earlier. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Got to say yeah. thanks to Marcus from Spill It as yeah, well. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Thank you so much, Marcus. I know you're lurking. I know yeah. you're there. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, thank you so much for this oh, opportunity plug your socials one more time just in case we had view- more viewers now than we didn't have earlier yes so where can people Probably find stuff. so on instagram and twitter it's all over again uk i think it's exactly the same on facebook as well um yeah if you pop over onto them uh, if you want to have a chat with us at any point just drop us a message um all of us have access to all of them so uh it'll we'll let you know who you're talking to <laughs> but yeah if you if you fancy a badge or full then drop us a message um again like we're always happy to talk to anybody and especially at the minute like if you just need people to talk to and stuff like that like we're we we are happy to talk to you um we love making new friends and like we we're just we're supportive people we want to be there for people so drop us a message and look out for the ep next month Awesome. Well, thanks so much, guys. I'm going to wrap this up now. So I'll just pop you guys off the screen a second. (laughs) There we go. And see, Alex. So thank you guys so much for watching this episode of The Takeover from Spill It. So actually, Spill It has got a brand new website and you can check it out here. This is Marcus's website and he's got so much merch on there everything like that if you guys do want to get in contact with marcus to come on his show you can email him either marcus at spill it or if you guys see in your top right he's on every single social on spill it underscore marcus and also i forgot to say this at the start of the episode because i got a bit too excited spill it is running its march competition so on second if you guys um, run 300,000 steps you win yourself a medal so all you need to do is measure 300,000 steps, send Marcus either an email or a direct message, and you'll be in with a medal from Marcus and also have the chance to win some Spillage merch, which you'll also see on the website. That's so good. So, yes, I'm Simo. I'm from That Life Clothing, and I'm actually wearing some of the new products which um, we're launching on Friday. So I've got my new embroidered shirt. This is like a check shirt with our metamorph. <laughs> I did the wrong side. The metamorphous design. And also and we've got our cord hatch. You can't really see it's cord. But yeah, if you guys want to check us out on Instagram, our Instagram handle is thatlifecl or just type in thatlifeclothing on Instagram. And yeah, just make sure you give us a follow and also give Marcus a follow. That would be amazing. And yeah, if you guys want to ever come on the That Life Show or Marcus's Spill It Show, just send us a message and that would be fantastic. So moving on to next week's episode of Spill It, we have DJ Connie Von D. Now, Lauren, she's a DJ. She's a rock metal DJ. She works in um, in a nightclub in Preston, the same place as myself. And she's going to be on next Wednesday talking all about the music scene as well, talking about everything that's been happening from covid And, yeah, it's going to be really interesting. I had Lauren on my podcast a few months ago, and, yeah, it was a fantastic talk. 
So I'm really looking forward to checking that one out as well. So thank you guys so much. And thank you so much again, Marcus, for giving us this opportunity to be on this stage of Spill It. I think I've covered everything now. So I hope you guys have an amazing rest of your evening. Thank you all so much for watching. It's been an amazing show and I've loved seeing all your comments. So yeah, have an amazing Wednesday night and catch you all soon.